0: can head off. But um, I thought before we start today, today is the last week of our series of Everyone Matters. And as we saw on Friday night, uh, we had this commitment dinner. Now, if you're new in the life of the church, what is Vision Builders? Vision Builders is where as a church we... uh, we go beyond just maintaining the church and we stretch out as a church community for those that can be involved and we, uh, we stretch out so we can further the gospel. We do that through uh, media, uh, you know, getting a TV show out to the far ends of the earth. Uh, we do that through beyond where we uh, go out into the community and we help people in situations where they really need... Uh, Different areas of help. We do that both locally here and again internationally. And we do that through buildings, so that we can house uh, church, we can house things for kids, we can house Bible colleges and things like that. And uh, on Friday uh, night, we had Hinnie sharing about why this is a really special moment for her. This Vision Builders she shared last Sunday night. But I thought I didn't even ask her about this. I apologise now, Henny, but she is so good for this. Uh, I just thought it would be good for her to share why uh, why Vision Builders has been really special in her life, because there's a bit of a story that dates back many years. So do you want to just share the people here who might not have heard the story yeah, yet?
1: Yeah, so um, back in 2008, uh, my parents were asked to share their testimony um, for C3, our oh, first fruit Sunday here at Civil Water, and um, uh, leading up to the time I hadn't been saved, and... Um, my mom, my mom told me a little bit about it, and um, I wasn't saved, but I actually pledged a um, $1,000, and, you know, I think about it, I'm like, oh, I don't know why i done that, <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know anything about it, and I wasn't saved, so I wasn't sure why I'd done it, but, you know, like I keep saying, I look back on my life, and I, I know that it was God speaking to me, because if that moment hadn't happened, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today, so, um, anyway, I pledged it, and um, yeah, I guess the rest is history. Most of you have seen my um, the transformation in my life, yes. but you know coming from a place where it was it was a really dark place for me because you know I was completely in the world, and I honestly had no hope i didn 't see a way out, and I thought this was life for me, you know. Being in the darkness and couldn 't find a way out, but it 's um, because of people it 's important for me to give to vision builders because it 's people like you that give to vision builders that um, make make it worthwhile and, and you know it shows me meaning and, and purpose for my own life so you know and um, there 's a need out there for us to to um, you know, to be able to to reflect the love of God through our giving. And that's what's important to me so that, um, you know, those that are in darkness and those with no hope can actually um, find purpose for their life just like I have.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And uh, and last year you took a pretty big step of yeah. faith, didn't you? This same kind of weekend last year. Yeah. Um, tell us about that.
1: Um, so last year I was praying God challenged me in my in my giving because um you know just feeling comfortable in my giving is just not who I am <laughs> um so I was like God can you challenge me with with what I'm gonna pledge this year and and God said you know I want you to pledge ten thousand dollars and I was um at the time I was on a single income um so I was kind of like I don't know how this is gonna happen but you know I'm trusting God so just remain remain obedient and and I pledged ten thousand dollars and just last week, um, I was able to fulfill that pledge, um, again, God has blessed me in so many ways, um, since I've been giving to Vision Builders, um, you know, I've got, I've purchased three investment properties, and, um, just March of this year, I sold one of those investment properties, and it made a profit of, um, 20 times the amount that I had pledged. Awesome. So, you know, God is good and, I, is and
0: faithful. I just
1: pray that he is glorified through my life.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. Hini, we're so proud of you. Beautiful woman of God. Yeah, why don't we thank Hini. Thank you. Outstanding. And it was that very day she came to pledge that that amount of money uh, seven years ago that uh, she gave her life for the Lord in the service. And uh, it isn't it great what God can do with the life. And that's one story. But that's someone who really matters to God. And, uh, and there are hundreds of stories, thousands of stories. Ten, there's just stories everywhere of transformed lives. And that is what we do at C3. We want to uh, take the gospel and see it preached all around the globe. And we want to see lives touched and lives transformed, and uh, we 're just so proud of all the people that say yes i 'm going to be a vision builder i 'm going to be part of furthering the gospel of jesus christ and we uh, 're so grateful to everyone who is so uh, so involved in this and uh, there 's no doubt about it that uh, god 's highest priority is to see people spend eternity with him, to see people spend eternity with him, to come in relationship with himself. That is his highest priority. He wants to see people connected to him. And because of that, everyone does matter. And uh, in my life, I want to declare that I want to be one of the rocks that Jesus can build his church on. I want to be one of those people. And the great thing is, we can all be one of these people it's not just the uh, the person with the microphone here this morning we can be all someone that God seriously uses our life in a great and magnificent and wonderful way to further what he wants to do in the earth he's looking for people who just say yes i'm in yes i'm committed yes i'm going to jump on board and what a great thing to do to use our life for such a significant cause because heaven and hell are real they're real we want to populate heaven and uh, take people from the other place. We want to make sure people, you know, and know that there is that at the end of life that they either go to one or the other. And I think sometimes people, in you know, there are family and our friends, they don't seriously consider about what happens when they leave this earth, and they need to, because it's truth that Jesus came to this earth to save people's sins so they can go to heaven. We want to get that truth. Out there, and I want to be one of those people that God uses, and we can all be one of those people. That's what I love about being a vision builder. Is we can say, you know what? Because everyone matters to God, I'm going to be part of the team that makes sure that we make a significant difference, that we put a dent, you know, to uh, the works of the enemy, and pr- and purely send the light of Jesus Christ. And uh, there's that conversation we read in Matthew 16 uh, where Jesus says to Simon and he says, And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. The message version says, You are Peter, a rock. This is the rock on which I will put together my church, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. Each and every one of us can be a rock. And Jesus is calling us up. He's calling us to come on board and be one of those people. He wants us to be there, to be one of those people that he can build on, that he can build on. And you know what? You know, the church, Christ is somewhere that is just at a, at a higher place in the earth. And we've got to take people there. We've got to show them there. I love this this passage, this verse in Psalm 61. It says, from the end of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lead me to the rock. That rock is Christ, and he is high. And he is in a place that no one can get through unless they call out to him, and ask for the forgiveness of their sins. There is no other way to that rock, and that is the rock of peace. That is the rock of fulfillment. That is the rock of destiny. That is the greatest place any human being can get to when they come to Christ, when they come to Him. And we need to lead people there. We need to show people the way. Doesn't matter if they're rich, doesn't get them there. It doesn't matter if they're a kind person, it doesn't get them there. A big bank account, it doesn't matter. A great job, it doesn't matter. What matters is that people come to Christ like we saw today. And they come to him and they ask for the forgiveness of their sins and they decide to start following him and they start going to that place and God can touch their world. And as a church, we focus on this. It is our core thing here at church, it is our vision to see the church built, to see people come to know Him as their Lord and Savior. Who's glad that that is? That is what we're focused on. That is what we're doing. He's going after that. He's going after that. And the church is a place where people come and they connect with Christ. They receive Him as their Lord and their Savior. There's no higher purpose for any of us to live than the salvation of lost people. You can get all the wealth in the world and you will put it on a scale with one soul. Do you know what weighs heavier in God's sight? It's the soul. It's the person. It is the person, the individual that matters to him. More than all the wealth in the entire world, it is the soul that matters to him. We want that same desire to burn on the inside of our hearts, to burn on the inside that we are about people We are about souls, we are about people coming to know Him and it should be a passion that is on our hearts, should be something that we're determined to see come to pass, people getting to know Him. There is an urgent action in the earth today to win lost people to Him and that's why we do vision builders, that's why we build the buildings, that's why we train men and women for ministry, that's why we plant churches. That's why we broadcast the gospel of Jesus through television and internet productions. That's why we help people, the disadvantaged, the poor. All of it is to win lost people to Jesus Christ. This is the cause of Christ. Luke 19.10, for the Son of Man has come. He has come to seek and to save that which was lost. He came for that. He came for that, to seek and save that which which was lost, and the same way Jesus made that call over Peter's life, let him make that call over our lives, we can all do it, no matter if we're new in the life of church, we're new in Christ, we can all say, hey, I want to be one of those people that is a rock, I want to be, I want to help lay this foundation, and I'm so glad people have done this before us. So I'm so glad that churches were built in Western Sydney, you know, 70, 80 years ago, so my grandparents could be in church and they could lead and take my parents to church. And when I was a young person, I was taken to church, and that now I can bring my children to church. I'm so grateful for the people that had a cause of eternity, had the cause of Jesus Christ in their sights decades ago, centuries ago, building local churches because this is the hub this is where God moves Jesus left it in the hands of his disciples and they trained others and it's just gone from there it's gone from there it's up to us and I'm grateful that it's not just one of us it's all of us we all get on board everyone matters because of that we join together we are better when we come together and we do it as a mighty team and what I love if you're part of vision builders it's uh it's exciting because out of that it enables you to see a mighty move of God occur and it enables you to be able to say things like this. This week I've helped school kids in Sydney hear the gospel. I've fed poor children, street kids in Sri Lanka this week. I've helped plant churches around the globe. I've helped see single mums receive education, food and shelter in northern Uganda. I've helped provide possible life-saving equipment for children in hospitals. I've helped to keep phone lines available for kids in this country to call through Kids Helpline. I've helped to deliver over 4,000 food hampers for needy families this past year in this city. I've helped to slow down youth suicide in our country. I've helped to solve the mysterious nodding disease in Uganda. I've helped to sponsor children in developing countries. I've helped provide vehicles for families in desperate need in Sydney. I've helped support mums in our city struggling under the pressures of life. I've helped support teenagers as they face the peer pressures that an end of school schoolies trip brings. I've helped pass on Christmas hampers to needy families. I've helped produce a TV show that produces the gospel to the far corners of the earth. I've helped bring much needed aid relief to disasters around the globe. I've helped families struggling under pressure of severe debt get hope and see a future. I've helped 3,000 people a month receive Jesus in C3 churches around the globe. I've helped the purchase of buildings occur so people can come and find out about Jesus Christ. That is what we can all say when we're vision builders. How exciting is that? just like some of the things, some of the things we can do when we're stretching out and we're expanding. We can go to these places and make a significant difference. That feels good, doesn't it? To think that we can be doing that as a church, each and every one of us on board, making a significant difference. Feels good. It feels good. And I'm so grateful that we can all do that. To focus on something that's just not about us, not about us consuming things for our own pleasure, but actually looking beyond that. And that is what Jesus did. He wasn't all about his own comforts and his own world. He was about others. He went about other people's business in the most significant and life-changing way. He went about others, and we can do the same. We can go out there, and we can do the same, and we can focus on these things, focus on these things. And I think we need to. I think we need to take note of some of the scriptures in the Bible that talk about that there's actually a reward in heaven for those that actually live a life not just about themselves says in Matthew 16, 27, for the Son of Man is going to come in His Father's glory with His angels, and then He will reward each person according to what they have done. There is a reward for how we live on this earth. Let's remember that. Let's use that as a bit of, you know, to go the extra mile sometimes. 1 Corinthians 3, 8, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor Revelations twenty two twelve and behold, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. There's other scriptures. There's things that in this life matter for how we live eternity. And I just think we need to remember that sometimes. And sometimes maybe that can help us to, to know when it's hard and when it's a, a mighty stretch and when it's a sacrifice, that it is worth it, that it is worth it. Because really, we are building altars all around the globe for people to come and receive Jesus. Altars. People to come and experience the life-changing power of Jesus Christ. Pastor Phil recently said this, Christ is not a hope, but the hope. How true. He's not a hope, he's not one of many, he's not, oh, there's this and there's other ones that are kind of on level playing grounds and some of the other religions, they're, they're kind of similar. Jesus is the hope of the world. I proclaim that here today. He is the hope and we are taking that to the world. That is the message they need to hear loud and clear God loves them. Jesus was sent for them. And they too can have eternal life in him. The hope. Jesus, the hope. The hope. And I just love how the local church plays this out. I'm just grateful for my children. I'm a dad and how I love and adore my kids. And I'm just so grateful that they have the house of God to go to. The house of God to stand in. The house of God to worship and and pray, and, and come to, because I only want the absolute best for them, and I know there'll be things in their world that'll help them in life, and an education, and, and good jobs, and, but I know it's in the house of God. I know it's the principles of heaven that ultimately make the biggest difference in their life, and I'm glad that Natalie and I build the house of God for my kids, for other children, for youth to come here on a Friday night for future generations, for future generations. What a difference we can make. Pastor Phil on Friday night read out, it was almost like an extended vision statement about what he sees, what he sees for our churches. And I'm just going to quote a little bit of that here this morning about what he said at the end of that. And he says, we have the most important message and the most powerful transforming spirit enabling us to bring the deepest of changes to anyone and everyone Who will reach out and receive Christ? It will take the deepest of commitments, the most vigorous faith, and a lifestyle of sacrifice to constantly win this war for the souls of men and women everywhere in every nation throughout the world. Who wants to jump in and be part of a group of people that have that as one of their visions in life? One of their visions in life. And I love, and I'm just going to focus here briefly here this morning on three of those things mentioned there. The first one, the deepest of commitments. To be someone who jumps on board in a church that does a program like this, beyond a regular giving, to to go and stand out, it takes commitment. It takes commitment. But who knows that nothing much great is achieved without commitment. Something that we can apply to actually so many areas of life is true commitment, to go out and be someone who is committed to something. And I can think of nothing greater. And we need to be committed to things, and I reckon this is one of those things that needs the highest of our attention, to be committed to building God's house, to be there and saying, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be someone who is someone who, who stands by good commitments. It's a good way to live in life. I look at my own personal life and... I see where God is so graciously taking my world and where he's taking my life. And I think back to one of the reasons why is I believe that to the best of my ability, I've tried to be committed in the areas that I believe I should be committed in. I'm very, very, very committed to my marriage. I'm committed to my children. I'm committed to the local church. You might say, of course you are, you're the pastor. But well before I had any title, I spent 30-odd years of my life making sure that church was where I was Sunday after Sunday after Sunday before I got any title, before I came to Silverwater. It was part of a commitment that I had in my life, and it will continue all the days of my life. I was committed. I'm committed to bringing my offerings to the house of God, and I've been doing that. One of the greatest things we ever did as a young married couple was make sure that we did that in our family. In as soon as we got married, nothing you know, nothing changed in terms of we didn't go, Oh, we're gonna, of course, we're gonna bring our offerings to the house of God. For us, when we heard about vision builders, the first time I ever heard about it was our first year of marriage. And as a young couple, with Natalie still studying and Natalie bringing a beautiful hex to our wonderful marriage, we decided that as we heard this, that our hearts jumped and we decided right at the start that we were going to be in. Natalie had been part of the program for a few years, making her own commitments in a way that might sound small, but I love that it can start small, but it can, agran, it can grow, and it might have only been in the hundreds of dollars, like the low hundreds, where she was a, a college student. But I know the, the sacrifice that she made to make that happen. She used to go out and on a Sunday night after church and couldn't afford dinner with the other students, and it was just a can of drink for her but it was a commitment. She was making the sacrifice. And we as a young married couple in the first year together decided when we heard about this that we wanted to give and and give it a level that felt sacrificial to us. So we remember praying about it and coming and deciding, although we had her still studying and we had debt, that we would would come and pledge an amount, this is 14 years ago, of of $6,000 over the coming 12 months. And do you know what? God did not let us down. We got two weeks into that financial year, and I got a check. I've never had one since for $4,000. Two weeks into that, a random, miraculous check. And we just saw as we stepped out that we just saw God move, and we made the commitment, and we're so grateful that we did. And I think in, in my financial world, there's, there's decisions we've made that I wish, oh, I, wish I brought there, and I, and I wish I did that with our finances, But I'm glad that the number one thing we did is make commitments to the house of God and to God. And He has been so incredibly faithful and we are continually seeing His goodness unfold in miraculous ways in our personal lives. But I think it was back then where it all started. We thought we're going to be part of this. We want to be part of this. We want to truly make a difference and, and use what might have seemed little that that had in those early days and, and what seemed, you know, for some people, that's, that's little compared to some of the spheres people are in. But if everyone in their own way gets on board, the great things that we can do, oh, the great things that we can do. So consider what you can do. What commitment can we make? What vows can we make? And coming to God in a significant way, in a wonderful way, making a commitment. And there's so many people that have gone before us. Commitment shows our values. Shows, you know, great steps in our own lives. It shows great character. And I love what God does, that even Abraham was committed in believing for one child, but God's plan was to make him the father of all nations. I think about Noah, committed to building an ark. We know that story in the Bible. To save his own family, but God's plan was for him to save the whole world. Job was committed to worship God every day in the midst of the most severe circumstances. God's plan was to bless him with twice as much as he already had at the start of it. David committed to rescuing a land from a lion's mouth, but God's plan was for him to rescue the entire nation of Israel from a giant called Goliath. David committed also to writing Psalms after about God, God's plan was him not just to write these songs for back then, but write these songs and these psalms for the whole world throughout the ages to sing. I think of Paul, committed his life to writing letters to young ministers and young churches. But God's plan was those to be holy scriptures that would last into eternity. You see, as we step out sometimes and commit, we step out and then God moves, which I love. The other thing that we can do is have vigorous faith, that we can live in such a way that faith is our key direction in life. Every time we wake up in the morning, we look outside and we look at the beautiful nature that God has created, that's faith. If you're thinking that was Big Bang, that's not faith. If you're believing in the Word of God and that God created the trees and the clouds and the skies and the sun that is faith. When we're praying to God daily, that is faith. There's all these ways in life that we can have faith, and we've got to keep going forward in faith, because faith steps are important. They're important in our own world, and I love as we move, God moves. Because when we come to things like, you know, finances, and this is just one way. We do so many things in the life of this church to step out, and in serving, and all of that, and this is just you know, we can, we focus on a portion of it, which is through finances. But I love as we step out, it gives such a great opportunity for God to move. There's more in His hands that are in our hands. Trust Him. Have the faith to step out and see the miracles unfold in your own life. Think of Peter as told to launch into the deep and let down his nets for a mighty catch. He was a fisherman. He'd fished all night. He didn't catch anything. But when Jesus said, go out and do this, he did that. And the abundance comes in. The abundance comes in. And so often the miracles are in the stretch. They're in the faith. I think about when Jesus told the 10 lepers to go show themselves to the priests. It says in Luke 17, 14, so when he, he saw them, he said to them, go show yourself to the priests. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. It was in the going wasn't right there and then, but it was as they started to not say, oh, but we're not, we're not healed right now. Imagine if they did that and say, why are, we going, why are we going there? We're not healed. But it was as they got up and they started to take the steps, the cleansing came, the miracles came. And that is the same with faith as we start to, to do it in that way. He tells the paralyzed man lying on the bed, Arise, take up your bed and go to your house. It's that get up and start. It's the stretching. The man in the synagogue with the withered hand, he says to step forward and stretch it out as he stretches out his hand. It was restored as whole as the other, the Bible says. It's in these steps of faith that mighty things happen. Mighty things happen. And the stories are through the Bible of people who were obedient to the call of faith. How good is it that Henny was obedient to that corn? She stepped out in faith and, and God came through for her. We shared a story here last Sunday morning of, of, a, of a 15-year-old boy, David Newman. He was 14 last year and he, 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 he went to this dinner and he said, you know what, I don't have even a job right now, but I'm going to believe. I'm going to step out. I'm going to commit $200 to this program. I'm going to put my shoulder to the, be, the wheel. I'm going to be one of those people that jump on board. And I love his story because he said as he took that step, he got a phone call from Carly here saying, we need some work done around the place and some chairs painted. Can you come in? And, and work started flooding in. And, and his bank account is a lot fuller 12 months later than it was back then right now. I saw him on, Sunday, on Friday night. He said, I've, I've stepped out again. Here's a young 15-year-old boy who's part of this saying, yes, I'm going to jump on board. I'm going to be a vision builder. How excited we are for his future, because he has stepped out, because he has stepped out. And there's so many stories like that, so many stories like that. We step out, we step out, we step out. These beautiful steps of faith. And lastly here today is this lifestyle of sacrifice. Oh, sometimes there are sacrifices. In building his house many people have arrived a long time before kickoff at 10 o'clock today they've made this sacrifice in their personal world so that we can enjoy church as it was this morning that the air cons were on, the lights were on, the music was good, screens on so we could sing a song. there was things happening our kids had somewhere to walk into and, and had a program set up and ready for them. There was things like that happening today because the people have made the sacrifice. And this is another area here in our Vision Builders program where people can jump on board and have this sacrifice in their life. And sometimes it is. I think back to our early world and, and Natalie giving up meals on a Sunday night. For a lot of years, we shared a car. I remember walking, freezing cold weather down to have to get, get lifts and catch buses to work at the days of my IT job, and uh, the amount we were giving in this program could have easily have brought us a car, but it was like, no, we're, we're putting God first. And I remember one birthday, Natalie got me these do little gel heat packs because she knew how cold I would be on a winter's day walking down, you know, about two kilometers down to the bus stop or to get a lift. So she brought me these heat packs, and I, I'd put them in the microwave and, and hit, you know, I don't know, 60 seconds, and you'd put them in water, and you'd pull them out, and they were like heat gel, and I, I'd stick them in my little pockets, and I, I'd wander down to the, down to the bus stop because it was cold, and I'm really thin, and I feel the cold, and it was freezing cold mornings before the sun was up. It was a sacrifice but we wouldn't have it any other way. We were building the house of God. We were putting our own shoulders to the wheel. And thank you for those that are doing it. And we'll even today decide that, hey, I want to do that. I want to do that. I'm going to invite the band right now to come. Sacrifices. Pastor Chris preached last Sunday night here, and she showed a photo on this screen of a little boat that their family once had. And how much of a, a joy this little boat brought to their family as they would have a little getaway in, in water and, and get together as a family and, and enjoy nature. And it was, it was like a little bit of heaven on earth for them and their family. But she shared the day came where they made a mighty sacrifice and they committed to this program. And they part of that big sacrifice for them was selling their little boat It was a $4,000 boat. It wasn't a massive yacht or a huge cruiser, but it meant a lot to their family. But they made the sacrifice. They made the sacrifice. And right here, right now, I know many of you were there on Friday night and you you grabbed one of these cards. And on everyone's seat, I'd love you just to grab one of these cards now. It's a a vision builder's commitment card. And uh, this is a really sacred moment. And we had a moment on, on Friday night where we, we filled out these and people got to say yes if they wanted to be part of it. and In this moment right now, oh, how we would love for everyone to get on board, but if you're not ready for us, that's okay. We look at you no different in the life of our church and one of our attendees. But if you would like to, to get on board and say in the coming 12 months, next financial year that starts on the 1st of July, if you'd like to say, hey, I want to be someone who, uh, who jumps on boards with this, whether you've got a story like young David giving you $200 or the stories like Henny of, you know, in the five digits and the stories even beyond that. But if you would like to be part of this, oh, I would love you to jump on board. If you need a pen right now, we've got some guys who are going to grab some pens. Just raise your hand. What we'd love to do right now, if we could just walk around with those pens as people with their hands up. If you were there on Friday night, would still love you just to fill this out If the commitment's the same, just fill the top with your name. Don't have to do the details. If you were there on Friday night and just maybe write, you know, you know, confirming and write the amount because we're going to pray over you in a second. If you were there on that night and you've, you know, your heart's been pulled to go a little bit further, today we'd love you to fill it all out again and just put, you know, increased commitment. But if you weren't there with us and you would like to be part of this here today, I would love for you to grab a card and fill it out now. There's some details there just about, obviously, the campus that you're in right now, beautiful Silverwater campus here, and it's just got some details of your name and address. There's a question there about, do you require tax deduction? Giving to this fund is tax deductible, but if you're in a position in, in your work life or whatever where it makes no difference whether you get tax deduction or not, if you tick no, that it does enable us to actually give into some other areas that we can't with the other funds, so that does help us. But we'd love for you to fill that out and make a pledge here this morning. Maybe you're someone who thinks, you know, one of the, the good ways for me to fulfill this in the coming 12 months might be to, to take out some regular payment. We did that last year, we filled that out and said, yeah, let's do this amount per month just to help, you know, lots of little little bites to help, you know, take out a big chunk at the end of the 12 months. But we'll give you a moment now and... And we know that for many of you, this will be sacrifice. And oh, I just know that our God will honour you. We want to thank you. I want to thank all the people that have given before here this morning. We're in an auditorium here that we exchanged contracts on last year that we're about to settle on in the coming months. And we would not be here today without people that before us went and got on board with this and enabled us to negotiate to purchase this place there's a whole story behind that that involves a massive miracle God is good so if you just want to fill that out here today as i said if you weren't there at the dinner fill the whole thing out if you can if you were there at the dinner and you've made a commitment and it's the same just put your name and just put the amount and put you know confirmation same something like that but for some of you, you might be extending it we're going to bring a bucket down the front here, and we're going to get—I've asked a few of our pastors to uh, stand down the front in a moment. We're going to sing a song, and we're—we're uh, we're going to—we're going to invite you to come. And we're not going to pass buckets through the aisle because this is a big deal, and this is—I know that this is a bit of a holy moment. We're going to invite you to come down, but before you drop in the bucket, we're going to have a few of our pastors on each side. And we're just going to. Stand with you as you make this commitment. We're going to pray the hand of God, his hand of blessing to be upon you, that God would move in mighty and significant ways in the coming year for you, your household, your family, you as an individual. In this beautiful, sacred moment, we're going to pray and believe for miracles for you. Miracles for you. Everyone matters to God. Because of that, we're building his house. We can all be part of one of those rocks here today. Can we just stand to our feet? Stand to our feet. God is good. God is good. He is here in our midst. He is here in our midst. And as the band sing this...